PUBG Mobile has just dropped, but is it without controversy? Is Atari making a play in the gaming world? And Pacific Rim, it's out! All of this and more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. Are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's up? Even listen to yourself when you talk. I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Mass Quest, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome back to the Geek Underground. My name is Sean. I'm so glad you could join us as we have so many things to talk about today. One of which, to me, which marked the official launch of summer blockbusters. Pacific Rim kicking off on Friday. I know, we're only three days into spring and summer blockbuster movies are upon us. It has happened. It has to have happened. Pacific Rim this week. Ready Player One next week. In April, Avengers Infinity Wars. Follow that with Han Solo. Deadpool. Rampage is also out in April. There's so much. How am I going to watch all these movies? There's something like 20 movies that are on my have-to-watch list. Not even the ones that, okay, if that comes to a rental, I can rent. No, no. The ones that I just have to see. How is this going to happen? I, I don't know. But I will get there. I will try. I will live at the movie theaters over the next four or five months because there's so many amazing ones coming. But let's start our show. And before I can do that, I have to introduce to you my amazing, lovely co-host, Livy. Yes, me. And I'm your wife. Don't forget that one, well, too. Yes, you're my wife. But it's nice. The longer I've been married, the more that I find that it's good very, very good to earn brownie points. And when I say my lovely, amazing, beautiful co-host, I figure that will earn me some brownie points. Yeah, that earns you a couple. A couple. A couple? couple. Come on, I get more than a couple. <laughs> I get a couple for, like, doing the dishes. I get a couple for putting the toilet seat down. You do down. not get a couple, get a couple for couple. doing the dishes, dude. You don't. What, that, that's, because that, that was our agreement when we got married. You do the dishes, I clean the toilet. And you know what? You've had a dishwasher for way too many years, so you're just <sighs> reaping it in now. One of the things I miss about America <laughs> is the fact that we have anyway, dishwashers. Anyway, you're forgetting Why Martin. Not... Yes, Martin is Martin's, Martin's in here. here. Yeah, exactly. The, we, um, am I just some guy you picked up off the street, Sean? No, no but, but you are on our Skype phone line calling in. Not that I'm, I'm not, not that I'm fishing for a Microsoft advertisement to pay us to talk about <laughs> this. You know, hey Microsoft, we're using a Skype. I've got a, a picture Skype. of him on my laptop right now, kind of you know giving me like the grin. That's a very mm. old photo. Okay, well. so so <laughs> when when we start doing a, a video podcast, we will include the picture of Martin's like Skype profile next to us. So it'll be us sitting there. And then this little goofy <laughs> picture of Martin. <laughs> but we have listeners. But we do. We had some people that commented. We've only we're only this is our second this is our second podcast now. We have comments, we have listeners, we have people telling us online they've really yay! enjoyed it. So yay, thank you people that, that like to listen, all three of you. We love you too. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, again, one of the reasons why we really were excited about doing this is because uh, in this country, for some reason, you guys have to like be penguins, as my wife says, which means mm-hmm. you have to look the same, dress the same, act the same, or you get ridiculed at school or in other places. But being a geek is so much more than that because when you repress your geekiness, mm-hmm. you're repressing your you-ness. And I, I don't like the fact that you have to hide who you are when who you are is a really, really cool and amazing person. Uh, and that's why I love Comic-Cons, because if you guys ever go to the, to the London Comic-Con, MCM, uh, LFCC, anyone's around the area, we will be there. We'd love to hang out with you and express our uniqueness because and our geekiness because we love to share that. And I, I hope that you can understand that it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that will welcome and accept you as you are. Um, even if it's not a geekiness thing, just be yourself. I don't care. It's just, just you don't have to hide who you are. So, anyways, that that's one of the main overriding themes of why we're here. Exactly. Because Olivia's thing is she wants you to be unique. Be unique is what she said. And no, I, I, yeah, that's not a Tyra Banks thing. No. And again, I hate you for the fact <laughs> that I would think that'd be a Tyra Banks thing. My wife makes me watch entirely too much America's Next Top Model. No, I've quit watching. I know you've quit watching, but the fact, again, that I know that would be something like the smize, like smile with your eyes. Like, ah, I don't want to know oh, what Tyra Banks has to say. Oh, that actually does work. I know, but I don't need to know that. Okay, so I do want to get into the geeking outs because there yep. are a lot of things that we need to cover today. We do. Of the geeking out. So, Livy, I think I'll start with you. Yeah, because I'm a super excited. Yeah, I am. Um, so, one of the movies I remember more than anything as a kid, as a teenager, I should say, watching was Men in Black. I had that Will Smith Men in Black song on repeat on my <laughs> tape like oh, Walkman. <laughs> your like, cassette player. I kept rewinding it just so I could actually get the lyrics down. Now, I mean, he's not a particularly complex rapper, but goodness sakes, it took me a long time to get it. I love that movie. And did you have MTV over here where he was doing no. that, that alien dance? Did you, oh, that was all over America. No, like every we had... other uh, video was... Do, do you remember BSB, Martin? Uh, British I... Sky Broadcasting. Yes, oh my gosh, back in the back in the back in the day. Um so we rarely got anything. We had Sky One, but it wasn't until I was older teenager we even got that. Um and I think the first amazing thing I saw on that was like the dangerous video for Michael Jackson when he did black and white with Macaulay Culkin okay, yeah. and Bart Simpson. Yeah, and that was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And Bart uh, Simpson. Yeah, anyway. So anyway, Men in Black. Yes. Men in Black Four has been put into production. Which is really cool, but they're actually rebooting it. Now, I'm a big mm. Will Smith fan, so Wait, I'm is this like, like a prequel, or are they actually no, like they're rebooting. It. So they're rebooting using the Will the Smith re- character. They're re- rebooting and the whole thing without Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, but here's the thing: I would have been worried, but there's three main leads, two of which have been picked up by Chris Hemsworth. Okay. And Tessa Thompson. Now, if you're not sure who Tessa Thompson is, she played Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Nice. So those two together, who did amazing in Thor, are now going to be doing Men in Black. So, so, so this is kind of then like a prequel. If Hemsworth is playing K's role, this is going to no, be a very not, young... No, they're not. I don't know if they're doing it's, K. It's not a prequel because it won't be... Um, a reboot. Well, if, if you're rebooting, story. though, you're... Okay, so, so you're... It, it's not even the reboot. You're just reworking the whole thing. It's a relaunch. Yeah. I mean, you're just... Relaunch, okay. as far as I, I know. guess would be a, a reboot um, still, And the but, other thing okay. that makes me particularly happy and I'm okay with is they've got F. Gary Gray to direct... 
Now, most people would be like, who the heck is that? Understandably, but you probably have heard of movies such as the more modern Italian job. I know Sean is a big fan of that one. Well, of course. How can you go wrong with Ed Norton and Mark Wahlberg together in a movie? Really did enjoy that one. And he also did Be Cool. Now, I'm not a big fan of Get Shorty. I didn't think it was that great, but Be Cool, I love that movie. I can watch it so much. It's so, so, so good. It's so slick. Yes, it's slick, but really, really, what movie is complete without a flaming, dancing Vince Vaughn, right? <laughs> I watch it with my dad because I knew my dad would enjoy it, and now he has it on DVD because he loves it. But it's such a great movie, and you know this guy can deal with star-heavy casts. If he can deal with Italian job, if he can deal with Be Cool, you know he can deal with major actors and just kind of like chucking them in there, but still keep it slick and fun and, you know, action-packed. So that's what Men in Black needs. Yeah, Men in Black, it it does. I mean, because... It, it, now it was a little cheesy at times too. Yeah. When you look at the Men in Black franchise, yeah, I, I hope but they it can was cheesy in a way that it was it was more charming than it was cheesy. Yeah, it was um, eccentric. I'll give you that, and, and it, yeah. is, it is hard though when you take Will Smith because uh, as much as you love or hate the guy, he he brings a whole charisma to the screen that it's hard to replace. Now I know as he's gotten older, he's been kind of hit and miss in the stuff that he's been in. He's tried to do some drama that hasn't worked out really well. Uh, but still replacing that character is, is going to be difficult. So whoever they pull for that lead, um, it's going to be tough. So Hemsworth. So Hemsworth, Hemsworth is taking the Will Smith role? As far as I know. Okay. And so now we're just looking for the old mentor character. I am I believe so. Okay. So we're not going they like a young K. They could Smith back as the old mentor Yeah, they character. could well just be. Like they haven't said anything yet. I mean, there really isn't a huge amount of information out there. I mean, they, I'd seen about the fact they were going to do Men in Black 4, but now they've attached a director and these two casts, but they haven't released the third name. But it goes into uh, – it's being filmed this summer in the U.K., Wow. So maybe we can just go and, you know, you know, stalk Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson for a little while somewhere around London because that's where they're going to be. You know, that's going to be where they're going to be. So is yeah. it the Pinewood Studios? Is that where they're going to be I'm using? I'm guessing so. Okay. I, mean, I, know, I know they film a ton of stuff there. I think yeah. That's where they filmed the Ready Player One mm-hmm. uh, this last bit. OK. Um, that should be fun, though. A whole yeah. lot of fun for that one. Major geeking out. That was my big geeking out. Do you want okay. me to do another one? Yeah. Oh, OK, cool. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it, one. You're done now. That's enough. No, that's so sad. <laughs> and um, put the mic down. Walk away. Okay. Uh, quick just lost uh, secondary, uh, just a really quick one. We talked about the fact that um, we've got uh, Legion Season 2 dropping next month. We've actually got Marvel's The Runaways has been picked up by Sci-Fi UK and is going to be debuting in the UK next month as well. Now, this one already played in the States, it right? It did. So, so it's already finished its season one run. It has. It got really great reviews. Um, it's a little different to most Marvel's has been so far. Um, if you don't, want, if you haven't seen the trailer, we'll put the link on the, the sites on. It sure will tell you about later. But it looks brilliant, but we just haven't had a chance to see it over here yet and sci-fi over here well seafy now how does up. that line up with uh, <laughs> uh like the gifted as far as the way the way that show ran and the feel of that show is is it kind of along those same lines or is yeah it... it's it's about a, a bunch of teenagers who are all gifted and they um they kind of get together and the parents are basically evil as far as i can tell i mean there is a trailer 
but there's not a huge amount of information in the trailer, obviously, because it's just the trailer. I haven't seen any of the episodes, so I can't tell you it's brilliant or it's terrible. But that means next month is going to be Marvel heavy with Infinity Wars Part 1 coming out. Wow. You've got Legion coming out. You've got The Runaways. There is a lot of Marvel next month. It's oh, going to be as, Marvel it's month. It's going to be a good month. Oh, it is. With the Infi Infinity Wars, I was telling you in the last podcast about uh, a comic series you should read leading up mm -hmm. to this called Infinity. Uh, it's a six-part series. Now, you can go outside of that. There's actually two other uh, comic lines, New Avengers and Avengers, that, that help follow that. But really, if you just get the six called Infinity, I think it was 2013. I just finished reading through it again. And and j just getting your mind around all of the generals of, of Thanos and seeing what's going on in there, mm -hmm. it's it's, ama it's an amazing miniseries, and it really paints a uh, well at times a very bleak picture about what could possibly happen yeah. in the movie. Even though it's not going to follow the same script, of course, but no. just to get to know the characters and the power of some of the characters, uh, especially I think the Black Order is what they're called in the movie, which yeah. are the generals of Thanos. <clears throat> Uh, it was a lot of fun going back through that again, and again, just got me really excited about Infinity Wars and where that's going to take us. So, super yeah. excited, super excited about that one. Do you, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, just finish. Oh, okay. yeah, do you have one more? So, F yeah, finish my, your last one. My last, last one. one um, this week, um, Sean and I got to watch the Justice League. Uh, it was obviously as it's just dropped on DVD, so we we rented it and watched it with the kids. And, you know, I'm not a huge DC fan. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm I'm far more of a Marvel fan. I do like some of the DC characters, but I've got to say, I was disappointed. I was so disappointed. It was a complete rip-off of the first Avengers movies, as far as I was concerned. What do you really expect from DC now, though? But there was a box, and now in... Justice League, there's three boxes that will destroy the world. And then a creepy guy who looks kind of like another creepy guy and these other creepy beings that kind of look like the Chitauri. And it's like, there was nothing different. And then Superman's gone and the Hulk's gone and then suddenly the Hulk comes back at the end and everything's saved. The Hulk? Yeah, because the Hulk yeah, wasn't going to join the group. And then Just Superman turns up at the end and helps and everything... The works Hulk. out, but then the Hulk comes at the end of the Avengers. What, what, oh, the okay. Sorry, sorry. I, th I thought you meant to, in DC. You're Come right, though. on. Well, because in DC, Superman is like the ultimate cheat code. I mean, he comes at the end. Y you don't really feel like anything is out. Is is yeah. You know, it, 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 it's all. There's nothing that's out of the doubt. Now, I can't saying figure that, out my words. It was an entertaining yes. movie. It really was an entertaining movie. No, the, the Flash made it for me. The Flash made it for you. I like the. I like Ezra Miller's The Flash. My really favorite good. bit was still the bit where um, Cyborg and Superman are trying to pull the, the boxes apart, and then like there's this massive like bang sort of thing, and they both fall back, and then they're just cracked up. And they're laughing, and he's like, my feet even hurt. How are my feet hurting? I don't even have feet. And it was just, and him and Superman are just rolling on the floor laughing. And then Diana, which that still annoys me, but Diana's sitting there going, I'm playing, I'm working so with children. So I haven't seen Justice League <laughs> yeah. yet. Is it still worth watching? It's worth a yeah. rent. It's worth a rent. I mean, oh, uh, just, it just totally to watch it. If you, if, you, if you really enjoy it, it's still worth it. It's Justice worth a watch. watch. I'm... I'm definitely saying watch it. It is worth a watch, but it's just, for me, I'm getting kind of tired of watching kind of like a more serious version of Marvel, and I'm like, DC, what are you doing? It, they're trying to take their universe far too seriously yeah. for its own good. That kind of makes me sad 
because I enjoy. I mean, I know everybody's going to hate me, but I enjoyed the Green Lantern with Ryan Reynolds. So did it I. made me smile. I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Okay, okay, hold on. You got to stop right there. It's because it has Ryan Reynolds, and he will always be my man crush. It, it's okay, guys. You can you can have a crush on a dude, and it's all right. Have you seen Ryan Reynolds' abs? It's okay. Don't worry you about it. You can always respect you, from you, afar. You can respect that. So anything Ryan Reynolds is in, there's really. I even saw Emilyville Horror, and I hate horror films. Um, but I did watched you it. Really? I did. I'm sorry. It was Ryan Reynolds. He's my boy, and I, 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 I had to. <laughs> I, I had to. No, you didn't have to. No, I didn't have to. But come on, I've got, I've got a Ryan Reynolds autograph poster, which I won, hanging up on the wall in here. Uh, Deadpool yeah, poster. Yeah, okay, Sean, just rub I it know, in. I will. Rub it in. When, when they want to send me a free Ryan Reynolds, T.J. Miller signed poster. I'm not going to say no to that. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> so, so Green Lantern, yes. I, I, and, and Blake Lively didn't play a bad role in that either. I mean, I thought it was... I enjoy that movie. I can still put it on and enjoy it. And that's, and that's what I want from a superhero movie. I want to enjoy myself. I want to laugh. And, yeah. you, and I know you're saying they, sh- they shouldn't steal stuff for Marvel, but for this they should because Marvel, it doesn't take itself too seriously. They, they have fun in the movie. No, you, you're right there. I'm just talking about I just – I didn't see – I basically saw a very slightly reworked version of the Avengers flick. And not, and not as good version no. of the Avengers flick. Okay. Um, I think that is pretty much from me. Um, I made Sean watch Annihilation this week. <laughs> okay. Now, last week, Livy talked about Annihilation and raved and ranted about how good this movie was. And so I'm thinking, okay, if she's raving about it, she knows neither of us like horror. She knows neither of us like things that, 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 are, that are a little dark, a little twisted. And so, okay, and we're going to bed last wait, night. Wait, wait. Neither of us do? Okay, well, I don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and you don't like yeah, except horror. Except you watch the Amityville horror, Sean. So. Okay, that was one thing, and that was a long time ago. It was my <laughs> youth. Um, but we're going to bed last night. And, and and I'm thinking, okay, let's put on a TV show. We like the Big Bang Theory. We like lighthearted stuff at bedtime that we can kind of zone out to and then turn it off and go to bed. And she's like, well, hey, why don't we put on Annihilation? And I'm thinking, okay, well, it can't be that bad. There, There is a deformed skull, bear, squidgy monster thing that attacks and eats people, and it's not okay. It's creepy. It was gross. I, I mean, the, 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 they go into this shimmer world, and it's like a, a skull head is deformed off of this bear, and it's extended its jaw, and it's drooling and extra teeth. And when it ate someone, it ate one of their party. Now it can scream and talk like that person to try to lure other people in. It was the freakiest thing I've seen in a long time, and I have to go to bed to that now. Sean, that's Still just in a my standard head. party. That's just a standard oh, English party. No. But tell me it wasn't an intriguing story, and it didn't, it wasn't like the end wasn't good, and it wasn't well acted, and it wasn't atmospheric. It was atmospheric. It was acted, and <laughs> <laughs> to just not at bedtime, honey. Not at bedtime. So if you're going to watch this, Please don't watch it at bedtime unless you, you like to have scary things at bedtime that haunt your dreams and the lo- rest of your watch life. Always horror movies the early hours of the morning. It makes uh, it more effective. No, yeah, yeah, like noon with the lights on and all your friends uh, over. You were the one who used to watch the silence going to bed, so don't even go there, mate. That's Doctor Who. That's different. When you the have Doctor Who, was you. freaky. Was creepy. Oh, my yeah, gosh. They were. That was probably the most scared I've been watching Doctor Who was watching the silence. 
Um, <laughs> but, okay. So, so my geeking out this week, though, I've got a couple things, um, and, and they do kind of go along the whole reboots and redos and extensions of film franchises. The first one, The Matrix 4. Now, so, so, so hold on, hold Matrix on. Four. So Zach Penn, he's the writer for an upcoming Steven Spielberg, and I really want to say it's going to be a blockbuster because based on the book, it should be a blockbuster. Ready Player One. This movie, if it's anything like the book, it's going to be a blockbuster, but I'm really concerned because any adaptations always concern me. So anyways, Zach Penn that's done Ready Player One is, is in the process of the last number of years been writing a script for Matrix 4. I have really mixed feelings about this because, the, come on, the first Matrix was absolutely breathtaking. It was amazing. Yeah, but h- how? Now, now, that's what I'm not sure. that They're not sure if it's going to be a reboot or a, pre- a sequel, prequel. But odds are I've heard Keanu Reeves is not supposed to be in it, but, but I don't know. But, again, the first Matrix, I mean, think about what that was. That was a worldwide phenomenon when it came out, and if you went and saw that in the you theater, know, it, I was, it was mind-bending. The first Matrix, actually, yeah, my brother no told spin. me I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I didn't watch it for quite a while. And then when I did watch it, I think I was probably verging on 17, 18, maybe even later when I actually first watched it the first time. And I remember sitting in the bedroom after watching it and it finished and I was like, huh. And I kind of sat looking at the screen (laughs) for like half an hour going, what? Yeah, it was just a wow movie. Huh. Now, a little little, uh, tidbit of some trivia here. So... Um, one really cool thing that people don't remember is that when The Matrix came out, DVDs were a struggling format. Like, DVDs yeah. were a very, very fringe, yes. not sure if DVDs were going to make it. And when The Matrix came out to video, they only released it on DVD. And so the only way that people could that, get The Matrix the at Matrix, home... Uh, collection. They released a collection of all three movies on VHS. Now, now I, know, I know they did the later, but, but within that first, like, three-month, six-month release window, it was only available on DVD, and a lot of manufacturers at the time were giving away a free copy if you bought a DVD player. So so the Matrix almost single-handedly pulled the DVD format to where it is today. We wouldn't have Blu-rays and DVDs the way they are now. We might have something different if the Matrix hadn't have been released and, and marketed the way it was because it was such a phenomenal, everybody-wanted-at-home film. So the Wachowski, um, I'm sorry. The brothers. No, well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm very sorry to say I'm, I'm trying not, to, I'm trying to be politically correct here because I believe they've both gone through a sex change now, so I think they're the sisters now. Okay. Um, I believe. So okay. I apologise if I'm wrong. Um, they're not having anything to do with it. Uh, I don't know. As, as far as right now, all I know they have is Zach Penn is doing the, 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 the uh, rewrite for it or the script for it. Uh, there hasn't been a director attached to it. There hasn't been a production company necessarily attached to it. Uh, I, I can go through the article and find out. I'll include the article in, in the comment section. But it, it's it, I apologize. It's They're both no, transgender. It, it, it's, it's fine. It, it's, yes, it's tough, yeah. though, because after Matrix 1 came Matrixes 2 and 3. Um, and, and those are the ones that are kind of imprinted on your brain as being <laughs> like, I had to sit through that. Even though I got to watch a free screening of Matrixes 2 and 3 at theaters, I knew some managers. We got to sit all by ourselves in the theater and watch these. I mean, so I got them for free, and I still was just like, wow, you just let down. Those are some really seriously let down movies compared to the first one. I thought they were still fun, though. I love that scene at the end of number three where they're they're in those, like, um, 
oh dreadnoughty things and they're like shooting all the squiddies and like trying to protect it and they're like falling back and back and back up that was a darn good scene i'm sorry i there, really there, there was that. some cool stuff but again just the overall story and feeling of two no, and three I were agree. definitely it, not it there compared to number one it didn't hold up to number um, one next thing though uh hey martin and this is going to be in your realm so atari getting back in the game with, with the console have you heard much about this uh, I've heard a little bit, but not too much. So if you would be as kind to fill me in, that would be amazing. Well, I guess last year at E3, Atari teased the console, which now officially has a name. It's called the Atari VCS. Now, no, I'm still really not sure what it's supposed to be. It's calling itself a full PC experience for your TV, offering apps, streaming, and games. But I don't know how much of this is actually going to be a platform gaming system if it's going to be more like an apple tv where the games you, you, you can play games and you can get a controller but that's not it's that's not its core thing they've shown two controllers though one of which is a straight throwback to the the joystick with a single button if you remember the that Atari exactly uh and then they also have one that looks like a traditional xbox playstation 4 controller so you, you have these two options but I, I i don't know where they're going with this and and it's interesting because atari was one of the they, they were one of the leaders back in the 80s. They were the, one of the ones that pushed the envelope and really helped stretch and, and get uh, video games into homes. Into ar arcades were made up solely of Atari uh, boxes. And so, so they really did a lot in pioneering the field. I'm just wondering if they're going to be able to kick the door back in and, and get their, their console on TVs. Um, and again, I'm still not exactly sure even what it is. See, to me, it sounds like um, a bit of a sort of like the Steam link, which was... Um, it would connect to your Steam account, you plugged it into your TV, and you could play, like, your PC games on your TV, and it was all this amazing tech, and it failed because it was useless. Um, okay. Like, there's, it sounds like it's either going to be like that or like the Ouya, if either of you know anything about the Ouya. I've heard of that one. No. The Ouya was a console that was made through Kickstarter, and it was a Android-based uh, air quotes gaming console but it only ran mobile games because it ran off the like play store and stuff like that okay um and again it failed because things like this don't really work particularly well in like this day and age if you're going to make a console you make a console get the games on it and then focus on the apps later okay if that like the xbox one the reason it's not so good was they were like it has netflix that was the and one the big PS4 selling feature like, the PS4 was like look at all these launch titles that we're bringing out we've got you know we've got exclusives that look fun well that was the thing and with the switch I guess you're right because when the switch came out people loved the switch but it came out with what like three games that people even kind of wanted it had uh, Zelda and Splatoon was early on, and yep. was that really yeah. it? I mean, there was there was nothing that it Pretty launched much. with, and, and so Pretty people much, had to yeah. wait this long time, and were very disappointed in the fact that there were not any good titles for the Switch. So you're yeah. right, mm. um, it, and it, it doesn't have any external apps on it. It's literally just the Switch, the Nintendo stuff, yeah. and the games. That's that's it. It doesn't even have Netflix yet, right? It has Hulu, no. I think, but not not Netflix yet. No, it yet. doesn't. Not yet. It might do in America, but here it doesn't. Okay. Know that much. <laughs> So, so you're right. So, so if they're trying to do too many things, which, which, which I think you mentioned the Xbox One as well, it tried to come out and be the media hub of your of your home, yeah, and it really it failed at that. Uh, yeah, yeah they, 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 it's going to be tough for them, especially in, in how diverse that that field is nowadays, and trying to get their foot in the door. Um, I, I'd like to see them succeed. I can't say that I'd be buying their products. Hopefully, there are enough people out there though to to have a look at it. 
but it's it, it's a tough one to really crack these days. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, you've got the you've got the main three, and I don't see how they're going to get in that market. I really don't. Well, At this just... point, there's no way they're going to overtake the PS4 uh, and the Switch. It's just not going to happen. I mean, they, they could maybe enter the market. When, when Apple entered, entered the, the smartphone market, they just wanted 1%. That's all they were shooting for. I mean, if Atari comes in and says, hey, look, there's this many hundred million gamers in the world. All we want is, you know, 3% of that. And, and that might be their goal. And if that's how they come out, then they, they can probably succeed at something like that. Mm. Um, but, but if they come out and say, we want the market share, then, yeah, they're going to they're gonna fall flat. Yeah. They're going to they're, they're gonna have a really hard time with that. Um, now, the second thing I have that I'm geeking out about uh, is this is kind of a, a, in your field here as well, uh, Martin? Is that I just downloaded the PUBG mobile game. Have you downloaded that yet? Uh, I haven't it? downloaded it. Okay, um, now it's, it's crazy elaborate. I mean, it, it's essentially it's essentially the full blown version, but on your phone. So all the I mean, it, it, it's very cumbersome to control for stuff. Now I kind of got used to it after I tried two games on it like that. But I'm used to games like DC Injustice where you like tap or use two fingers to tap or you hold or you swipe. You know, that, that was pretty much the extent of your controls. And, and this thing, I mean, full on everything. You've got the two thumbsticks for, for the, the full running, looking around, strafing type control. Crouch, prone, duck, jump. Yeah, so like I just downloaded this PUBG thing. I'm running around in my underwear, which is kind of disconcerting hey there's nothing wrong with starting a game in your underwear yeah but if i'd have known i was gonna start in my underwear <laughs> i definitely wouldn't have made myself a girl you know that's probably why half the guys make themselves girls just so they can watch themselves run around in their underwear or crawl around in their underwear i'm not happy about this <laughs> i've got all these guys keep coming over to me and like jumping up and down my on Saturday me and i'm like mornings in my Seriously? underwear playing video games no, I don't want to be running around in my underwear. And then I'm supposed to know I'm supposed to go into these places and like break into people's houses and grab stuff well, from there. What, their what houses. else would you do if you were thrown on an island and you were naked? What What is the first thing you would do? You would try to find clothes, right? Well, I guess so, but it's still so I'm, find your clothes. I'm not. I don't want you running around naked either. So, like, I found a gun and a, oh, I've got a police vest. Hey, go. they can't shoot me anymore. Are, are you playing right now? Yeah, I am. What? You're not supposed to play right now. <laughs> and I found an, <laughs> an extended mag and I've got, oh, I've got a helmet on now. And no, I've still got no okay, underwear. Wh what does an extended mag do if you don't have I a don't gun? Know. <laughs> you don't have a gun, but you have an extended mag. Oh, 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 I found a load of stuff. Oh, I found lots of guns. Are you still in your underwear? Okay. Yeah, Put no, the game I'm still down. in my underwear. Put so the game down. So now I've got, <laughs> I just found a gas canister as well. No, now I've actually got like a helmet and uh, like a flak chest. Uh, um, let me lay down a minute so they can't see me. Um, I've got like a flak jet um, vest on and like. But I've still just got a bra and panties on. I mean, there's just something very wrong about a woman running around in a bra and panties after just parachuting from however many feet up in the air. And no, it's just... <laughs> All right. Uh, Livy, you get back to your game. But Martin, what... what, what... <laughs> running around in your bra and panties. Martin, Martin, though, what do you, what do you feel about... Uh, how do you feel about this mobile game? It's... It just doesn't seem like it would be... I feel kind of cheated, to be honest, because I bought PUBG for full price okay. uh, on Steam. And 
it doesn't play as well as like say Fortnite or even H1Z1 King of the Kill, which is cheaper. Um, it just plays horribly, and uh, it I just feel kind of cheated with it, seeing as it's being released free on mobile. Yeah, I mean, I I was really surprised by that that I just downloaded it. Now there's a lot of a lot of the in-app purchases that, that you kind of have to do. The same within the games, uh, if you want to level up and get the crates, because you start just in in, in your boxers. That's it. Uh, now there is a lot more customization than the PC version, and, and a couple of other really cool things. Uh, when you're getting ready to parachute out of the plane, it shows you how many people are left on board the plane, which it doesn't do in, in the uh, on the Steam version or the console-based version. And so, so when, when you're going over land, you can actually see how many people are jumping out. So if you're paying attention to this, you can see, okay, that's going to be a hot spot. 20 people just bailed. Maybe I'll go a little bit further. Or if you want to jump right down in the middle of it all, you can just jump where you see the big bulk of the people leave. Can I ask a really stupid question? Yeah. What does mm-hmm. PUBG stand for? Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Okay. Yeah. Isn't I'm there... sorry. It, for me, I hear a lot. I've been like, I've heard a lot of people talk about PUBG, but I'm like... Is it an acronym? What does it stand for? I mean, I don't get this. I'm sorry. No, Just it's... for those people out there that are like, okay, really? Like me. <laughs> now, what exactly is going on with the controversy surrounding uh, this, this mobile release? Um, PUBG Mobile, a lot of players are complaining that they, like everyone's saying, oh, I'm doing extremely well. Like, I've come first in my first like three games and I haven't died at all. Like I've, Everybody's wow. just falling over in front of me. Um, it seems like players aren't getting connected to other players they're getting connected to like bots on a server so they're not playing against other people wow wow that would be so huge it's, if it's actually because i mean yeah. yeah the whole thing is i mean this is pvp game this is not like yeah, a exactly. pve game uh, wow okay um has this been confirmed or is this all just speculation at this point uh, as far as i'm aware it's just speculation at this point but it seems like Seeing as everybody is just, like, nobody is really losing. Everyone is just winning and winning and winning and then buying keys for, you know, the crates that they're getting through leveling up and <laughs> things like that. So it's just, to me, like, obviously I haven't played the game yet, so it just looks like it's, from an outsider looking in, it looks like they're just trying to get more money through microtransactions. All right, well, that, that's your homework then right now, Martin, is you have to go, you have to download. It's free. You know, you know this, it's free I now. Know, yeah, you yeah, can go free. download PUBG Mobile. Apparently, Fortnite has a, has a beta test on their mobile going on as well right they now. They do, yes. I, I put my email in for that. I haven't got a reply, so I'm still on the waiting list. But you got to give that one a shot. You got to let us know what you think of the mobile version since since I haven't played the platform version yet. It's one that's on my list to do. I've been stuck on Destiny too much. I'm sorry. It'd be nice to get an actual person that's played it quite a bit to, to, to let us know what you think on that one. So Come on, Martin needs to geek out. We haven't got to Martin yet. I do. Go, I Martin. Do. Geek out on okay, us. Okay, so one thing that I uh, am kind of happy about, kind of salty about, Overwatch got a new hero named Brigitte. Oh. Um, in the, uh, she's a new Briquette. support hero. No, Briquette, Baguette. Yes. She's Swedish, so <laughs> it makes sense. I thought he said briquette. <laughs> or a baguette or briquette. S- sandwich material. Briquette, right. Okay. I do believe. Um, she, uh, Bridget, she's maybe? In the story. Did you mean Bridget? No, it's not Bridget. <laughs> not Bridget. Okay. Um, so she's a baguette. Story, she is uh, Torbjorn's daughter and spent a lot of time with Reinhardt. Any Overwatch fans know who those characters are. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she's a new support hero, so she... Um, basically healing and um you know providing support and a shield for uh the rest of the team 
but not in a sense where she heals people through their health. Um, instead of giving direct health back, she'll, she has an ability called uh, Repair Pack, where she throws an armor pack at people instead. So if it goes over you, their health... Do you have to aim this armor pack? If, if you're controlling her, do I have to... You just have to look at them, pretty much. I, so you just look at them and it gets... Tra okay, so you're not trying to like aim a yeah. gun and shoot this, and if you miss, no. ah, crap, no. give the enemy an armor pack. No. Okay. No, that's that's armor. <laughs> All right. You uh, you look you just look at them and press E and it basically fires an armor pack at them and they get the armor. That's kind of um, nice. Uh, she's a melee character, so instead of having like a, you know, a usual like a gun, she has effectively a, a whip like a, a mace, um, which can hit multiple people with one swing. So that's quite you know that's quite helpful. But it, she's basically, I've played a couple games as her, and as she comes across to me she's a worse version of Reinhardt um she has a shield like Reinhardt which is just really quite small okay um and doesn't absorb much damage so she's not <laughs> good at blocking damage for people um her ult's good that just heals everybody in a surrounding area gives them armor and things like that she has a lot of upsides but more sort of negative things where it's more of a hindrance to play her than it is a help I mean, so 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 any of the uh, the the elite Overwatch teams, do you see them actually utilizing this character in their matches, or is she more just, hey, let's just throw someone else in there just to kind of fill out some spots? That's kind of what it seems like at the minute. It seems like uh, the Overwatch community, we've like I've I for one have wanted a new character for a pretty long time, but not a new support. Um, because the last new character we had was a support. That's Moira, and she's one of my favorite characters in the game. And you do see quite a few people playing her because she's very, very good. Okay. Um, uh, we Overwatch really needs more damage dealing characters. So to have a new support thrown in just feels a bit like they saw Brigitte in a um in an animated short that she was in for Reinhardt. Okay. And just sort of like she would make a good character. And they just put her in the game for the fun of it. So she seems <laughs> kind of last minute and kind of kind of stupid to be in there, if in my opinion, anyway. I, I just I, I really don't like it when when video game companies and the publishers they just kind of push something out just because they feel like well we just got to throw the community a bone you know so I, yeah, here, here's something that kind of helps out and that's just again going back to Destiny it seems like that's what they've been doing for a while and they're finally getting something straight but with Overwatch you, you expect more they, they've really had a, a track record of success uh, these past few years up until well it, it's not like this is a terrible terrible thing but you would like to see uh, some uh, yeah, things that are just, it seems like they're half listening to their community yeah like hey we not want some better characters for this oh well, well you can't have that it's kind of but... like when um, like the Assassin's Creed was pumping out mo games for a little while and they were just putting out you know People just weren't playing them anymore because they just weren't great. And all of a sudden they stopped and really kind of took some time out and then produced Assassin's Creed Origins, which is just phenomenal. Oh, it's the best game in and it's game. like, yeah. come on, just stop putting out stuff for the sake of putting out stuff. Hold back. Do it right. And we're okay with waiting for you to do it right. It's like going back to Overwatch. That's, that's kind of what they've been doing at the minute. Like, they went... Just over Christmas and <clears throat> the New Year, they went kind of crazy with their updates. First, we had the Christmas event, then the Blizzard World update, which added a new map and things like a new game mode. Um, then we had uh, the Year of the Dog update, which was a load of new skins and things like that. And now we've got Brigitte, and it's just 
these are all within like th from December to now. So they're going a bit crazy with their updates at the minute and just chucking things at the community and being hoping something sticks. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they have much of an actual strategy for what they're doing. It's just, hey, we've got a good product. We've got to keep it going. How do we do that here? Let's let's just kind of throw up a little bit, have a bunch of this. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> like feeding my kids dinner. I don't know what you guys want. So here's a pretzel, a bowl of ice cream, and some peanuts. There, go at it. You know, let's see which one you <laughs> go crazy. for and just – <laughs> yeah, but there's no. not actually. Where's dinner? Oh, just just have a bunch of that. You'll be full. Getting full is all you need, right? <laughs> and that's kind of what they think. If they just throw enough stuff, it'll fill you up. And that doesn't always. Well, I guess my kids would be happy on ice cream and and I'm sure just bits of dessert and peanuts and pretzels. I, I doubt they'd be happy with ice cream. Our kids aren't big ice cream fans. So. No, that's true. But most kids, <laughs> most normal, our kids yeah. aren't very normal. No, they're We're not. We're not a very normal family. The last thing that I'm kind of geeking out over um devil may cry is one of my favorite game franchises of all time um they've capcom released a couple weeks ago the devil may cry hd collection which is devil may cry 1 devil may cry 2 uh, the special edition i do believe and devil may cry 3 special edition on ps4 pc and xbox one so like just being able to play three of the games that I grew up playing over and over and over and over on my computer in HD. <laughs> so excited about. <laughs> like, it's... I didn't, I didn't even know this was going to be happening. So they announced a new Devil May Cry game, uh, which is looking like it's going to be a mobile game, which I'm not happy about. Mm. But um, just to have this is enough to fill the need for more Devil May Cry in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish mobile games would just stick to being kind of what they've been, like mobile fun games, a game you can pick up and play for from a minute to ten minutes. It's, I mean, I, I don't need to have things like a full-blown Devil May Cry game on my phone. I don't, I don't need to have it's PUBG. A MOBA, like on, Arena Combat sort yeah, of game, which I, works better on PC anyway. Exactly. I mean, th if, if you want something mobile, take your Switch with you. You know, t Take an actual mobile game console with you. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still kind of torn. I, I know this is the direction that mobile games are going, and I know that this is, I'm guessing, what people want because they're, they're spending a lot of time and money doing this. I don't think I'll ever find myself pulling out my phone and playing like 30 minutes, an hour of a PUBG-type game or something like no. that on my phone. It, it just it's, it just doesn't have the same feel. I, I actually I want to have a controller in my hand for games like that. Yeah, yeah. agreed, agreed. Very and, much agree. And so, I mean, it, it may be something that will th – this will be the next generation of games and the generation behind us. This is what they want, but I, I really don't think it is. I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but, guys, if you want to chime in and let us know if this is something that you prefer, would you rather play on your phone than a, than a console? Or does it, just, does it just fill that need when you're away from your console and you really want to play some PUBG or something like that? Uh, it, it, to me, it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right, though. I have in the past had a couple of the, like the Lego games on there, and they're never as good. They're just not. No, I mean, they not. don't play well. I mean, you know, they play better on the Game Boys than they do on this, and it's just, you know, it's a shame. Um, and I mean, the games I play are literally, you know, they're either kind of like board games. There's a few board games I have on like my my iPad or on my phone or stuff like that, but I just. I'm not going to go to my phone to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to play through this entire game. No, I'm going to go on my Game Boy or I'm going to do the Switch or, you know, on the console or something like that. It's just not something I'm going to turn to and go, oh, I want to play my game on that. 
but let's let's face it the best mobile game that was ever out there best full stop bejeweled fleck fleck Nobody will ever know what you're talking about when no, you say No, they Fleck, won't, though. and it's a darn shame. And you know what? I will still never like the particular company, and you know who you are, company, who bought that little game out and then got rid of it. Rant, baby, rant, go. I'm going to, because okay. it was the best game out. <laughs> Full stop. I mean, who doesn't want zombie plants that you can water and, and grow? And then zombies, because <laughs> that sounds like it's zombies versus plants, and this game was out there before that, but this was the original. Use Google Maps before any other. It was, like, ahead of its time. You use Google Maps. You could actually That's literally go anywhere all over the thing. It was amazing, and I have art prints from that game around the house because... I love that game so much. It was, and, and it's gone. <laughs> it was really cool because it was set up kind of like an MMO to where every player in the game could actually choose a real patch of land on Google Maps where I'm going to claim this part. And we then, had Alcatraz. We, we did have Alcatraz <laughs> Island in, in San Francisco. Um, and nobody else can do anything there because you've claimed it. You've got your stuff there. And so, so that aspect of it was really cool. Uh, aside the from community that, was amazing. I mean, we had... A NASA engineer, a prima ballerina from Romania. I mean, I've, I made real friends that there. That is true. You actually met a few at uh, Harry Potter, uh, the studio. No, that was, that was through different. Ravelry. Oh, sorry. I thought you... Okay. Well, you, you, you meet no, some people but online. My Greeny, wife meets I still hang people. out with Greeny, and we've sent stuff backwards and forwards, which has been pretty cool. My friend Greeny. That's good. All right. Anyway, okay. so... Um, I'm excited about going to see Pacific Rim, and I'd be really, really curious if anybody's got any questions out there because we'd love to answer anything that you've got to put out there. Um, Sean's got all of our stuff. We're on Instagram and on Twitter. We and are as on the Geek Facebook. UG, not on Facebook yet. Yes, I've only we got, are. I do not have a Facebook presence yet for this show. Yeah, well, I do. The Geek Underground. Yes. Okay. Well, you are moderating that. I am moderating Instagram and Twitter. It's the Geek UG. Did you make it the Geek UG so we're consistent across the board? Okay, so everywhere you can find us as the Geek UG, um, except for our potential webpage, which the Geek Underground is still available. So if you're listening, please don't go out and take that. We'd like to get that one at some point. Um, but we are the Geek UG everywhere else. Even Snapchat, I'm sure, eventually will have a feed for you. So you can check us out there. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, to recap, Matrix 4... Men in Black 4, I didn't even get to Indiana Jones 5, which I'm, I'm, I don't even want to think about if it's anything like Indiana Jones 4. because Next week, next week, next week. Next, next week, next week. week uh, Atari Game Console, Last Kingdom 3, Season 3, it's here. And I think that's all, but from the Geek Underground, I think we're ready to go. Livy. Yeah, last I'm thoughts? good to go. Martin, last thoughts? Yeah, I'm do, all good. Everything do, is all good. Do you have your tagline yet, Martin? I don't. You don't? I'm sorry. All right, I'm Livy? sorry. Be unique. All right, guys, don't forget to be awesome. And this is the Geek Underground. Check it out.